are a single lady, maybe you have heard yourself saying to friends, I always overthink. I hear this all the time from women that I coach. And if you can relate to this and you find yourself going into a mental spin when it comes to dating and relationships, and you can't seem to quiet your anxious heart or anxious thoughts, then this episode is for you because today I am going to give you 14 proven ways to stop overthinking. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 Podcast with dating and relationship coach, Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. Overthinking. It can be so painful, right? Because you want to be at peace in your love life and in your relationships, but it can be hard when you struggle with anxiety or overthinking or obsessing. Now, there's a reason that we overthink. It's often due to a fear of getting hurt or the fear of getting a date or a relationship wrong or the fear of abandonment. So maybe you doubt yourself or you've had some bad things happen to you in the past. I can completely relate to this because as I was thinking about overthinking, I just had to take a deep breath because this was totally me. If you're an overthinker, you know how this is. Something in a relationship or even when you're dating triggers you and bam, you are in a spin, overthinking, calling your girlfriends to get their advice, ruminating, and you're feeling all kinds of anxious. So what can you do about it? You can do a lot about it, actually. So today, what I'm going to do, like I said, is I'm going to give you 14 proven ways to stop overthinking. As I get started, I just want to encourage you, you really do have control over this. You do not have to let your mind get away from you, which will cause your emotions just to go haywire and go crazy. You have control and these things will help you and they will help you gain more confidence. All right. So the first proven way to stop overthinking is to figure out what triggers you to overthink. So there are certain patterns in our overthinking. So if you think about what you think and you pay attention to your thoughts, you are going to notice patterns about what you overthink about. So do your thoughts always revolve around a man cheating or losing interest or being interested in other women or something else? Ask yourself, what are my thoughts about? And what fears are they pointing to? Then ask yourself, why? Why do I always feel anxious in regard to this particular thing? Am I afraid of getting hurt? Am I afraid of being abandoned? Do my thoughts point to something in my past that hasn't yet been resolved? So pay attention to when you're triggered, then put some of these following things I'm going to share with you into practice. So the next thing that you can do that you can put into practice once you've identified why you're overthinking is to remember that overthinking can lead to wrong conclusions. As I thought about this, I thought, oh my gosh, this one is so powerful because overthinking stems from the fear of being out of control. We're trying to control. We're trying to fix stuff. We're trying to keep anything bad from happening. But here is the total irony of overthinking is that overthinking can lead to making the wrong assumptions, which means you are out of control. Overthinking can lead to all kinds of wrong conclusions because you're spinning in your mind and you're speculating. And as you're speculating, you're not really thinking about anything based off of solid information. 
that can lead to problems in a relationship. So it leads to a lack of control if you're following me. So when you are overthinking, remember that you are not helping yourself because it's just based off of assumptions that you really don't have any solid information for. The next thing that you can do that will help you is set a time limit for overthinking. So like I said, overthinking is when you're thinking about the same thoughts over and over again, you're obsessing. So when you start to overthink, pay attention to that. Notice when you're going into that spin and then give yourself a time limit on how long you will allow yourself to overthink. Like give yourself permission to do it, but then go, okay, I'm going to stop after 10 minutes. Maybe you'll set a timer or something and say, that's it. After this, I'm done with it, right? And there are ways that you can deal with the speculations that you are having, like actually talk to the man that you are interested in or talk to someone that you are dating. But before you do that, you can actually just set a time limit. I did it last night. I couldn't sleep. So I started thinking, this isn't doing me any good. I'm just spinning, just speculating, just thinking about things about the day tomorrow, and I can't control any of it. I can't fix it right now, and I'm losing sleep, and that's not helping me. So I thought I'm going to give myself another five minutes to just let my mind go crazy, and then I'm going to go to sleep and just let it go. And that just really helped. Another thing that you can do, which I've done in the middle of the night sometimes, is you can get up if it's in bed or even during the middle of the day when you're obsessing or overthinking. You can get up and you can go and just do a brain dump on a piece of paper about everything that's bothering you. This is a way to set a time limit. And then after it's all dumped out on the piece of paper or in your journal or whatever, you let it go. The next thing you can do is remind yourself of where you are in the relationship. And I use air quotes for relationship because it may not be a relationship yet. It may just be someone that you're getting to know. So remind yourself of where you are in the dating process and then remind yourself of where your mind is. And then ask yourself, can I get answers for the things that I'm concerned about right now? Am I worried about something in the future that I don't have enough information for? For example, if you're worried about a man losing interest, or if you're worried about him not showing up on time on Saturday, or if you're worried that he's going to make you plan the date or ghost you or whatever, ask yourself, do I have enough information? And ask yourself where you are in the dating stages. Because if you're worried about commitment far down the line, and you're worried about exclusive dating, but you're not anywhere near that in reality then remind yourself of where you are. So instead of always thinking about the future and what the future holds and the end goal of the relationship, just try to take time to enjoy whatever phase you're currently in in the relationship. This can help you stay grounded in the moment. I often teach this to women when they go out on first dates because when we go out on first dates, if we're anxious, we've got our checklist out. We're checking off all the boxes to see if the man fits. And the reason that lots of women do that is because they're trying to keep from getting hurt. So what you want to do is put that list away. So if you're used to thinking about the future a lot and worrying about the future, it may be difficult to stop that habit. But what you can do is you can correct yourself when you start to pay attention to your thoughts. You recognize that you're doing it. You correct yourself. You redirect your mind and your thoughts to something else and you remind yourself of where you are in the relationship and ground yourself in the present. 
The next thing that you can do is remind yourself about where you've been. So by the time we're 30, this is a single over 30 podcast, by the time we're 30 or we're 40 or 50 or 60, right, we've got some history and some of that history can be painful and some of that history can cause us to overthink. Nobody wants to get hurt. No one wants to experience rejection or for things to go wrong in a relationship, but you can handle it if something bad happens because you've had bad things happen before. I often tell women that I coach, hey, listen, you've done the hard stuff. Like you're worried about the future, which is understandable, but you've already done what's really, really hard and you made it through and you did it successfully. You are going to be okay. So remind yourself about where you've been and what you've gone through. And then remind yourself that even if this thing that you've been worried about actually happens, that you are going to be okay. You are going to make it through. There are going to be happy times in your life. And this will not destroy you. All right, next. You can, and I know this sounds hard, but I was trying to figure out what do I put here? Get a life. What I mean is, if your life is only about going to work and dating and getting on the internet and doing online dating, all this kind of stuff, and you're focused in on your love life, it can create obsession because obsession happens with focus. So what you wanna do is give yourself permission to take a break from focusing too much on a relationship or dating and go do something for you and build it into your life, right, as a habit. So you can give yourself permission at this time to put what you are obsessing about or what you're over-focusing on on the shelf. Get with some friends, go do some things, take care of you. Put it on your calendar that every Wednesday or every Friday that you do something for you. This will give perspective to your love life and help you so that you realize that all things, like I said, will be okay, even if things don't work out the way that you like. Another thing that you can do is to sit down and start to dream about what you'd like to see happen in your life. Maybe make a bucket list of your dreams. When you do this, you're taking care of yourself and you're going to start starving the part of you that feeds overthinking, which is insecurity, because you're putting your mind in a curiosity state, which will help you with that overthinking. Next, you can question what you're overthinking about. So for example, let's imagine that a guy doesn't text you when he said that he would, or he doesn't call you when he said that he would. So you immediately start thinking, he's probably ditching me, it's over, this relationship is finished, which makes you feel all kinds of anxious, and you start imagining the worst. So you wanna start questioning what you're overthinking about and ask yourself, is this really true? In episode 74, which was a guest interview with my client, Annie, we talked about how she beat dating anxiety and met a great guy online. And she shared during this episode about an experience that she had during coaching. So she'd been talking to this guy. He didn't call her when he normally did. And this sent her into a spin. And she started thinking about it's over. He's not interested anymore. And so my husband and I got on an emergency coaching session with her because she was ready to throw in the towel. She was mad at him, right? So we got on a coaching session with her and we started questioning her overthinking or her assumptions. And my husband posed all kinds of scenarios about why it could have been that he didn't call. 
And this really calmed her down so that by the time she finally did talk to her guy the next day, she was calm and it didn't create a bunch of drama in the relationship. And come to find out, he just didn't call because he got home late and he was trying to be considerate and he didn't want to wake her up. So instead of assuming the worst, you can replace your worst case scenarios with what ifs. What if this was it? Or what if that was it? Or could it have been this? Or could it be that? And is what I'm thinking really true? Or is it based off of insecurity? If you're thinking he doesn't want to be with me, ask yourself, do I have any basis for that information? Again, if it turns out to be true that the guy is breaking up with you or he did ghost you or whatever, go back to, what if that does happen? Will I be okay? Yes, you will. I know you will. Which leads me to my next point, which I've kind of already iterated, but ask yourself, if this thing happens that I'm worried about, such as him breaking up with me, then what? What will that mean about me? What will happen? What will I do? If you imagine the worst, it can help you put the situation in the context of recognizing your power. You can even reflect on some things that have happened to you in the past and how you dealt with them how you came out stronger, how those things benefited you. Next, you want to stop behaviors that feed anxiety. So obsession happens when we obsess. So what that means is that we're stalking someone on Facebook. The guy didn't call us, and so we're looking on his Facebook page to see what happened. We are reading or rereading his text, trying to get perspective on what he meant. Like, why did he say this? Did this word mean something? Right? So we're assuming or trying to figure it out. We're agonizing over what he said in a text or what he said in a last conversation. We agonize over what we said in a text or what we will say. We're agonizing, wondering, should I say this or not? Is he going to take it the wrong way? So while there are times when we should be careful about what we say in text, and I always say don't have any deep or serious conversations over text because there's too much that can be read into text, so try to stay away from that. But there are times when you want to be careful about how you respond in text and you want to craft a really good response. But when you're typically just texting back and forth for everyday things that are just lighthearted, there's not need to read and reread and overthink. So if you catch yourself just looking over text, looking for a problem, obsessing, then you want to stop that. Same with email, right? Or any form of communication. Because like I said, obsessive behaviors create obsessive thoughts and create anxiety, which leads me to my next point. If there's something that you weren't sure about in a text and you've asked yourself, okay, am I assuming something? Is this really true? Am I reading into something? But if you're not really sure and you are dating a guy, then go to him and ask him about it. Get clarification because honest communication brings clarity. But when we are assuming things, it just keeps things all muddied and keeps us in a place of anxiety. At the beginning of a relationship, sometimes there are some things that we should keep to ourselves. And the reason why is because if you're just getting to know someone, sometimes a relationship can't handle the weight of a lot of insecurities, right? Think about if there's a guy that you're getting to know and he starts sharing all of his deep insecurities with you, it can kind of scare you a little bit. So if you need help working through those things, then get with someone, a counselor, a coach. I would be happy to coach you. Just head on over to singleover30.net and click on the coaching tab at the top of the page. I would be delighted to talk with you about coaching, but get some help. 
Next, you want to stop getting too many opinions. You know how this is, right? With women, we have an insecurity. We're anxious about something. Something's got us spinning or overthinking. And so we call our girlfriends and we're asking them, what did he mean? Why do you think he said this? Do you think it meant that? And so it's the same thing as reading into text, right? While there can be good stuff that comes from talking things out, speculating is a lot different. And sometimes our girlfriends don't know any better than we do, and it gets us nowhere. So if you're having a conversation with someone to try to sort things out, ask yourself, is this helping me or is it just keeping me stirred up? So instead of getting a whole lot of opinions, what you can do is ask yourself, how do I really feel about this? And then in a journal or notebook, write down how you're really feeling. And then you can go back to it later to assess, was I right about how I felt? Was my assumption right? Or was that gut check that I had right? Instead of just assuming things and getting yourself all stirred up. Next, you can focus on more than one man at a time. So in the early stages of getting to know someone, when trust hasn't been developed, if you're only focusing on him, it can really make you anxious. And the reason why is because you're not his girlfriend yet. He hasn't asked you to be his girlfriend. And if you're acting like his girlfriend when that particular exclusivity hasn't been established, it can create anxiety. But if you also focus on other men and just dating around until a guy asks you to be exclusive, that can really, really help. I often tell the women that I coach not to treat a man like you are his girlfriend when he hasn't asked you to be his girlfriend yet. This can create anxiety and obsession. You also want to give the other person the same amount of affection and the same amount of commitment as they have given you. All right. Next, you want to understand your boundaries. So this is really hard sometimes, right? It's hard not to take things personally and take on someone else's responsibility or the man's responsibility in the relationship, especially if we feel insecure because we tend to think everything is our fault, right? But we want to be able to identify what is my responsibility and what is his responsibility. If he hasn't communicated with me after I communicated with him, is that my fault? No, he's responsible for his own communication. Right, So you want to understand your boundaries and be able to recognize where your personal relationship lines are and where his are. Finally, you want to get help for your fears. And I kind of mentioned this. Sometimes overthinking can be rooted in being traumatized. It can be rooted in some childhood trauma. It can be rooted in some rejection that you had in the past. And you want to get help for that. It can be rooted in the fear of getting it wrong, like I said, that comes from something in your past. If this is you, you can get help by seeking out a counselor or a coach to help sort through everything that you've gone through. When I was in my late 20s, there was a guy that was interested in me, and I really liked him. I thought he was really nice, but I found myself overthinking and obsessing and being really concerned in ways that I shouldn't have been about the relationship. And as I look back, I didn't recognize it fully at the time, but as I look back, it was rooted in some trauma that I had from a very bad breakup. And there were some things that I came to believe after this breakup that caused me to react in really strong emotional ways in this relationship that I'm mentioning with this guy that liked me and that I was interested in. It caused me to go into a spin. I didn't realize it at the time, but I actually thought, well, you know, this hurt from this past relationship is just going to go away. 
Well, it didn't just go away. It hung on to me for a very long time. And what I should have done at the time is get some help because this spinning and overthinking can be a sign of, like I said, traumatization. All right, I know this is a lot, and this isn't a yay, happy episode. It's not fun when you're overthinking and you're spinning in your mind. But as I end here, I just want to encourage you, you really do have control over it. There are some things that you can do, these things that I mentioned, to help stop overthinking. All right, I hope this has been helpful. And as I always say here at the end, remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny,